When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, Bitcoin enters 2023 flat at 16,500. I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis. And Rich Dad Poor Dad author Robert Kiyosaki says he is stacking more Bitcoin and warns of regulations crushing altcoins. Quoting him here, are you investing in Bitcoin? Yes, I am. I am very excited about Bitcoin. Why? Because Bitcoin is classified as a commodity, much like gold, silver, and oil. Most crypto tokens are classified as a security, and SEC regulations will crush most of them. I am buying more. BTC. Also in today's show, breaking news, Australia overtakes El Salvador to become the fourth largest crypto ATM hub. That's right. Also in today's show, I'll be breaking down why MicroStrategy sold 704 Bitcoins on December 22nd. This is the first time since they started accumulating the crypto asset back in 2020. Also in today's show, crypto bull Tom Lee reveals his 2023 macro outlook and says this year's terrible conditions are unlikely to persist. Quoting him here from a recent interview on CNBC, reminder, many inflation drivers have literally imploded and down flat for 2022 after surging mid-year. One doesn't have to look far to see progress. While wages matter, the Fed doesn't want to crush the economy and doesn't necessarily want to crush jobs. Also in today's show, crypto trader who called the Bitcoin crash says Bitcoin can easily rally to $160,000 and shares his timeline. That's right. Crypto analyst Dave DeWave tells his 130,000 Twitter followers that based on his logarithmic growth curve model, Bitcoin could ascend to $160,000 per coin by January 2025. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Welcome and happy new year. 2023 is amongst us. Let's break and go. Today is pod episode number 1150. I'm your host, JV, and Today is January 1st. Let's get it. Let's start by kicking off today's show, checking out the crypto market watch. As you can see, all the major cryptos are currently correcting back in the red and currently looking pretty bearish. Bitcoin down a quarter of a percent for the day, trading just above $16,500. We have Ether down a half a percent, trading back under $1,200. XRP down 2%, trading above $0.33. And as you can see, most of the major alts bleeding in in the red and checking out coinmarketcap.com let's get the latest stats with the market cap sitting at 795 billion with about only 17 billion in volume in the past 24 hours this is very unusually low volume and the bitcoin dominance barely back on the rise at 40.1 percent with the ether dominance at 18.4 percent and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours nexo leading the pack up 9%, trading just under 69 cents, followed by Lido Dow up 7%, trading at $1.03, followed by Tuncoin up 4%, trading at $2.27. Below that, we have AKB and Fay 
USD, which looks like another stable coin, and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week. You can see the majority are in the red and bleeding like a mofo with mass losses, while OKB is up 20% and BIT is up 16.2%. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, the first reading for the new year, it's currently a 26 in fear. Yesterday was a 25 in extreme fear. Last week, a 29. And last month, a 27 in fear. Well, welcome everyone just tuning in. And once again, happy new year. What are your new year goals for 2023? Let me know in the comments below. And later on, I'll be uh, reading it out during the live Q&A, Ask Me Anything session. With that being shared, let's now dive right into today's Bitcoin technical analysis and see what's happening here. The end of 2022 brought almost zero volatility for Bitcoin, which remained flat at around 16.5. Most of the altcoins also failed to produce any significant volatility, aside from the two recent high flyers, which are OKB and TonCoin. In yesterday's market watch, Crypto Potato summarized Bitcoin's overall price movements for the year of 2022, which started on a high note at almost $50,000. Could you imagine that? We started out one year ago at 50K and right now we're at 16.5. So we ended up 65% lower following a violent year that saw multiple collapses thanks to the scam bankman Friedster himself. Now, while zooming in to review the Bitcoin performance for the past few weeks, one can easily notice a lack of any substantial price movements. The crypto has been stuck in a range between sixteen dollars and $17,000 since the failed attempt to overcome 18000 on December 14th. Now, 2022's final hours didn't deliver any price fluctuations either as Bitcoin remains stuck at sixteen five, And the start of the new year is amongst us. Now, currently, though, Bitcoin's market cap has stayed under $320 billion, while its dominance over the altcoins sits calm at 40.1% at the time of this recording. Now, let's discuss Nexo, which hit double digits uh, in their pump. Although the alts are significantly more volatile than Bitcoin by nature, this has not been the case lately. Most larger caps have produced small moves, including Ethereum. It dipped below 1200 a few days ago and has failed to reclaim that level ever since. ETH stands quiet on the daily scale once again. Yeah, and Binance Coin, Cardano and Dogecoin, Polkadot, Polygon, Tron and Shiba have all slipped by under 1% for the day. Now heading into, well, we actually are already in 2023. Which altcoins are you most bullish on for this year? Let me know in the comments right down below. And with that being shared, now let's dive into our next story of the day, which is a warning from one of my favorite individuals. I should say one of my favorite boomers, the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki. He's been sharing his bullishness on on the King Crypto. Rich Dad Poor Dad author says he is buying more Bitcoin at the current prices as the King Crypto trades in the depths of the bear market. He tweeted to 2.3 million followers and he explained his thesis behind investing in the King Crypto. Kiyosaki says that unlike the alts, Bitcoin will likely be able to dodge the hammer of regulators should they decide to clamp down on regulators. Quoting him here on Crypto Twitter, are you investing in Bitcoin? Yes, I am. I am very excited about Bitcoin. Why? Because Bitcoin is classified as a commodity, much like gold, silver, and oil. Most crypto tokens are classified as a security, and SEC regulations will crush most of them. I am buying more BTC. And shout out to Helen with her response, exactly what Max has been reiterating for years. 
facts. Now, the Bitcoin bull is also optimistic on the precious metal markets. He predicts rallies for both gold and silver in 2023, calling for 108% and 213% surge, respectively, potentially triggered by a stock market crash. Quitting him here, I became a gold bug 1972. I was a marine pilot in Vietnam, flying behind enemy lines, hoping to buy gold at a discount because the mine was in enemy hands. Found out the price of gold is the same all over the world. I predict silver going to $75 and gold to $3,800 in 2023. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Rich Dad. And he continues, I became a silver nut in 1964. I was looking at a dime and saw a copper tinge around the edge. I was only 17, but I knew we were being screwed via our money. Little did I know that the U.S. government violated Gresham's law, which states fake money drives out gold and silver. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Rich Dad Robert Kiyosaki. And now that takes us to our next story of the day. Let's discuss some crypto ATM adoption. El Salvador was leading the rest of the world, but recently Australia overtook them, which is quite interesting. Check it out. El Salvador was the first country to legalize Bitcoin and has been pushed down yet another spot in the crypto ATM installations as Australia records 216 ATM stepping into the year. 2023. And actually, I have a question. How many of you actually have used a crypto ATM before? Let me know in the comments right down below, regardless if it was for Bitcoin, Ethereum, etc. I'm just curious how many of my audience has actually used this technology. With that being shared, as part of El Salvador's drive to establish Bitcoin as the legal tender, Nayib Bokele had decided to install over 200 crypto ATMs across the country. While this move made El Salvador the third largest crypto ATM hub at the time after the United States and Canada as of September 2021, then Spain and Australia overtook the Central American country's ATM count in 2022. Now, October 2022, as reported, Spain became the third largest crypto ATM hub after installing 215 crypto ATMs. However, Spain continued its installation drive and is home to 226 crypto ATMs at the time of this recording. El Salvador positioned as the fourth largest crypto ATM hub was short-lived as Australia stepped up its game over the following months. In the last three months of 2022, Australia deployed 99 crypto ATMs, confirms data from Coin ATM Radar. And as of January 1st, 2023, today, Australia recorded 219 active crypto ATMs, overshadowing El Salvador by seven ATMs at the time of this recording. Also like to point out, I recall when they did the mass ATM adoption in El Salvador, Nayib Bokele specifically made it to where there were no ATM fees for, you know, taking out Bitcoin, etc. I can't say that for Australia and the rest of the world because there's going to be a very large convenience fee, which can range from potentially from five to 15%. So do also keep that uh, in mind. Australia represents 0.6% of the global ATM installations. And at this rate is well positioned to take over Asia's crypto ATM numbers, which stands at 312 ATMs. The total number of crypto ATMs worldwide is 38,602, out of which 6,071 ATMs were installed in just 2022 alone. Nigeria's drive to impose the adoption of an in-house central bank digital currency, the e-NERA, forced the government to limit ATM withdrawals to $225 a week, which is pretty sad. Customers should be encouraged to use alternative channels such as internet banking, mobile banking apps, USSD, cards, POS, Enera, etc. to conduct their banking transactions, noted Haruna Mustafa, the director of banking supervision, while announcing the drive. So there you have it. All I know is this, the more ATMs, the better it is for the mass adoption around the world. Also note that the KYC, which is 
required on all centralized exchanges as per regulators. Um, many of these ATMs don't require KYC, so I know regulators are trying to crack down on them, so that's also something to keep in mind. But that's one of the benefits of using a crypto ATM versus a centralized exchange. So yeah, keep that in mind. And with that being shared, now let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss why MicroStrategy sold 704 Bitcoins on December 22nd. Let's break this down, shall we? Here we go. Publicly traded business intelligence company, MSTR, revealed that it sold part of its Bitcoin stash December 22nd for tax purposes. Although the firm later purchased more Bitcoin, the sale defied its promise of never selling any portions of its Bitcoin stash. And as reported earlier, MicroStrategy purchased 2,395 Bitcoins, worth $42.8 million between November 1st and December 21st of last year. The company then sold 704 Bitcoin for about $11.8 million on December 22nd before purchasing yet another 810 Bitcoin two days later. The firm's filing with the SEC shows that the Bitcoins were sold to generate tax benefits. Quoting them here, MicroStrategy plans to carry back the capital losses resulting from this transaction against previous capital gains to the extent such carrybacks are available under the federal income tax laws currently in effect, which may generate a tax benefit. Now, we got to keep in mind it's still a broken promise. In the summer of 2020, MicroStrategy began its culture by accumulating Bitcoin through its former CEO, Michael Saylor. And since then, the company accumulated a whopping 132,251 BTC valued at $2.2 billion at the current market prices. This positions MicroStrategy as the largest holder of Bitcoin amongst public companies, even though it sits on a massive unrealized loss of almost $2 billion. And after the 2021 bull run, the price Bitcoin and other crypto assets, as we all know, plummeted. The downtrend became more pronounced in 2022, but the bear market did not dampen MicroStrategy's Bitcoin buying spirit. In January, interview with Bloomberg, Saylor vowed that his company would not sell his Bitcoin holdings, quoting him here, never, no, we're not sellers. We're only acquiring and holding Bitcoin, right? That's our strategy, he said. In the same month, Feng Li, who was MicroStrategy's chief financial officer at the time, declared that the company would keep a buy and hold policy. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding MicroStrategy cashing out some of their Bitcoin to pay some taxes? Let me know in the comments right down below, which leads us to our next story of the day, which is a forecast from Thomas Lee, who is a crypto OG and actually the founder of I believe Litecoin, right? And I believe he sold all of his stash and he's no longer involved in that project like he once was. But nonetheless, um, he is uh, sharing some predictions for 2023. So let's break this down, shall we? Fundstrat Global Advisors Managing Partner Tom Lee thinks the terrible macroeconomic conditions are unlikely to persist next year. In a new Twitter thread, he says he thinks inflation is falling faster than the markets and the Federal Reserve expect. The CNBC contributor notes the Fed likes to see a strong labor market, quoting him here. Reminder, many inflation drivers have literally imploded and down flat for 2022 after surging mid-year. One doesn't have to look far to see progress. While wages matter, the Fed doesn't want to crush the economy and doesn't necessarily want to crush jobs. Or do they? That's the million-dollar question. Lee also says that stocks tend to bounce back after years down, as he shares here, unless the inflation crisis persists, financial conditions will ease. This means stocks rise, and stocks rarely post back-to-back annual declines. In fact, three of five best-ever annual gains came after 
a negative year. And it still puzzles me why the U.S. is the worst performing global stock market in 2022 outside of China's zone-ish countries. Why is Europe outperforming when Europe is in the teeth of an energy crunch slash inflation spiral? Great questions. Lee points to a stat shared by Matt Sermonero, a research associate at Fundstrat. Sermonero notes that there have been only three years in the past 50, which was 1974, 2002, and 2008, when the S&P has had as many as negative 1% days as 2022. The year follows 1974, 2002, and 2008, all witnessed at least 23% gains, according to Sermonaro. And investors have a had a painful year. The S&P in 2022 has had 63 negative 1% days Ouch. In the past 50 years, there have only been three years with as many days down, negative 1%. That was 1974, 2002, and 2008. And returns in the following year are 32%, 26%, and 23%. So what's to come in 2023? Let me know your guess in the comments right down below, which leads us to our next and final story of the day, which is $160,000 Bitcoin price prediction from top crypto analyst Dave DeWave. So let's break this down, shall we? Here we go. Crypto analyst who nailed the Bitcoin collapse last year predicts a massive surge for the king crypto. Send it. Let's freaking go. The analyst known in the industry as Dave DeWave tells his 131,000 Twitter followers that based on his logarithmic growth curve model, Bitcoin can ascend to $160,000 by January of 2025, quoting him here along with this chart, on the basis of the LGC, which has stood the test of time for four years, Bitcoin could easily do a 10x over the next couple of years. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analyst. Now, the LGC model is the analyst's attempt to predict the cycle highs and lows of Bitcoin amid changing macroeconomic conditions. According to the crypto strategist, the LGC and his prediction remain valid as long as Bitcoin stays above the support of the model on the multi-month basis, as he outlines here, as to when the LGC could be invalidated by future price, a multi-month close significantly below the base curve as it's a macro model. Now, Dave the Wave also says the LGC model continues to track the price action of Bitcoin despite the gloom and doom surrounding the crypto markets, as he points out here. So far, the base of the Bitcoin LGC has proven to be the best support of price. The increasing real correction of the cycles, 23%, 38%, 50% is implicit in the chart from a year back breaking, confirming, rather. So there you have it. And he also believes that the baseline of the model will continue to act as support just as the top of the LGC served as resistance during the last bull market. Quitting him here, the previous bubble is effectively popped. It is quite something else in the aggregate where the speculative excess culminates in a series of punctuated peaks. The corrections serve to provide a baseline of sorts with the baseline representing a logarithmic growth curve. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding Bitcoin going parabolic over the next few years and ascending to $160,000 and beyond? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And speaking of price predictions, also got to point out Max Kaiser is still bullish for 2023, calling for $100,000. Tim Draper was very optimistic. He actually was rocking all this gear with his prediction of a $250,000 Bitcoin price in 2022, including a hat and saying, while it didn't happen, 
for last year in 2022. He is still optimistic that it will happen and is inevitable by the year 2024, which is the time of the next halving. We also have Credible Crypto predicting $150,000 Bitcoin price. Samson Mao was also uh, very bullish. We have other analysts predicting high, but the majority of the analysts are predicting a new low for the first quarter of 2023, as I covered in yesterday's episode. If you missed it, be sure to check it out. But I shared a potential $8,000 scenario that can crash the Bitcoin price as another epic crash can occur this year and potentially could be a black swan event like we witnessed so many of them in 2022, including the obvious FTX being one of the largest exchanges in the world going under an SBF being arrested after being called the white knight of crypto, the Michael Jordan of crypto, more like the biggest scam artist to ever exist in crypto and Caroline Ellison, the Harry Potter of crypto. You can't make this stuff up, folks. Do you think Bankman Freed is likely to do any jail time uh, anytime soon? Or do you think he is out on bail for a very long time? And obviously there's a big plea deal and what? Two more days, January 3rd, which would be Tuesday. He's going to be doing a allegedly a plea deal in Manhattan and, uh, Basically, reports say he's going to be pleading not guilty, but what makes this whole thing ironic is Caroline Ellison and Gary Wang of FTX, the execs, they're already pointing the finger at Sam saying, Sam told us to do this. So it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out in the end. But bigger picture, where do you feel the Bitcoin price is likely to go in 2023? Let me know in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.